When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi again. I'm Don McDonald. Over there is Tom Cock, and you have intelligently either tuned into or chosen to listen to Talking Real Money, the radio show slash eventually podcast, where we try and make money one of the easier parts of your life to deal with as opposed to one of the harder parts of your life to deal with. And we hope that we can help you in any way possible with your call to us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Now, while most folks in the financial services industry profess to have magical powers, incredible skill sets, the ability to predict the future. We don't. We don't. By Do the you way, know how to predict the future? I don't. Even the great Warren yeah. Buffett has had trouble predicting the future <laughs> last 10 years. And he's told his wife just own an index fund. But go on. Yeah. But we, we believe, and we believe this based on tons of academic evidence that despite the fact that it seems like it's obvious at times beating the market is not something anyone can consistently do i'd say even beyond that i think even taking that one more step is knowing enough to either be in and out of the market at the right time, knowing enough to mm -hmm. be in and out of a group of stocks at the right time. Say, well, mm -hmm. why would you want to be in entertainment stocks right now? Right. They're done. Right. Nobody goes to right. Orlando and, anymore. And had I known in January of 2020 that Walt Disney World would shut down until probably the middle of summer, had I known that in advance, then yes, I could have sold stock in the Walt Disney Company. But it, I didn't know it. Nobody knew it. People who hold, who work for the, the Walt Disney Company didn't know it and didn't sell their stock. They didn't know people would stop going to movies stop in late going March to and cruise April. Ships. Stop going on cruise ships. Stop going to restaurants. Stop staying in hotels. Nobody knew that because guess what? Nobody, except those who got lucky, sold before it happened. So we get the question all the time. Why do you suggest these boring index funds like Vanguard's Total World Stock Index, which, by the way, we suggest just because it's, it's a simple way for someone to own the market? And you, what you get when you own VT Wax is Vanguard about 9,000 securities, U.S., international, big, some a little bit of small, a little bit of value, not as much as we'd like you to have, 
But as Don said, you own it very simply, very inexpensively. So the reason that we recommend that rather than trying to say, well, today you don't want to own banks because they're going to have trouble with mortgages. They're going to have all kinds of whatever issue coming up. You don't want to be in the entertainment, right? You certainly didn't want to own oil a month ago, even though I noticed mm-hmm. that uh, crude had the number one return again this week, two weeks in a row. Uh, but because the reason you own all of them is we don't know what's coming next. We don't know which sector will profit from the economy reopening more than another. And the best approach that we can find is based on, you, as you said, Don, Decades of research and decades of research from people we think you could trust. Academics, they don't care how you invest. They simply like look at the markets. Nobel prizes. Yeah, folks. they just have said, here's what it looks like going back the best way. That's why we think mm-hmm. you should be in index mutual funds, widely diversified. That's it. And as human beings, we have a nasty psychological problem. We really do. We have a psychological problem. We look at today and we say to ourselves, oh, I knew that was going to happen. But you didn't know it was going to happen because if you knew, if you knew it was going to happen, you knew for a fact that the entertainment industry was going to go down. You knew that the cruise industry was going to go down, that restaurants were going to go down. You knew that. I knew that was going to happen. Then why didn't you short the stock? And, by the way, the other part of that is we have a tendency to believe that what's happening today will happen tomorrow, will happen right. Monday. It, it, it will con- Recency bias is a problem as well. So, so what if, right now, Disney's as low as it's going to go, for example? Do you know it isn't? Of course you don't. You have to own the market because you can't do anything else. You don't know the future. Tom and Don are talking real money. These are extraordinary times, and you may be getting news you didn't want to hear. That is, your company wants you to retire sooner than you'd planned and take an early buyout. But how does that buyout fit into your retirement plan, and how do you pay for a lengthier retirement? Hi, this is Tom. Our company, Vestry, was created for times exactly like these. We exist to help our clients transition to retirement seamlessly and without worry. And during this health crisis, we do it all electronically with an unmatched level of service. Get a free virtual consultation now. Go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, and click on Schedule an Appointment. Not only do we work to build your wealth, we manage your money to create a lifelong income stream without using expensive annuities. And let me make you a guarantee. The meeting is free, there is no obligation, and absolutely no high-pressure sales pitch. Visit Vestory.com, that's Vestory.com, click on Schedule an Appointment. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Well, a respected newsman who we will not name actually is looking for ways to pick stocks and make money. And his latest pick is bidet stocks. Yeah, which, uh, you know. I think it's yeah, all. I think honestly, yeah. that that bet yeah. is all wet. But that's just me. Yeah. So. Well, I gotta tell you, I I can see uh, ranchers down there on the plains going. <laughs> Very popular in East. Hey, Texas. honey, I just got off a long trail ride. And I'm <laughs> looking to hose off my nether regions. Yeah. There. Lovely. Y'all. Thank Y'all. you for that. Eight five five nine three five. 
Talk is our phone number, 855-935-8255. What? Good, no, it's a very good point. Because yes. if you think you have some great idea. Yeah, and people do. Right. They, well, that's easy. Okay, everybody, that, when the minute you do that, the minute you have that idea, number one, there's probably somebody else who had the idea, probably. Number two, remember you that think? about 90% of the trades that are made on Wall Street today are made by large institutions. Now, they spend... Millions of dollars, hundreds, a lot of money looking at all these companies to figure out what's going to happen. Some hefty change there, exactly. partner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And they, they, spend really and they have money. decided that the price should be this based on all that information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's what we call baked into the cake. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure that the minute this Wuhan virus started when it started in china mm-hmm. somebody at some giant financial firm was looking around going huh what could happen oh yeah if and this there'll be, went there'll be, global there'll be somebody a year from now that was that made the right bet on all this hey they made but it was 500%. somebody with resources it was somebody yeah, with resources that sure. exceed yours and somebody who could who could afford if they were wrong you see this is the key can you afford to be wrong in your prediction? I'll go one because, step further. Yeah. I'll go one step further. Do you need to beat the market? Remembering right. that markets Ooh, have that made you. Good point. I mean, if you go back almost 100 years now with the actual numbers, mm-hmm. generally you've made close to double digits a year. Not every year. Right. Not every month, but over time. So do you need to make do you need your money to compound faster than that to be have a successful retirement, which is what most investing should be for? And in addition to that, the, you just mentioned something very critical. The people that can make those kind of bets, they can be wrong, right? Sure. Right. They can afford it. We know that they're wrong more than they're right, because there's right. another more indication that the pension funds which oftentimes use hedge funds, right? Private equity, smart money. I got a call. We got a call for the podcast last week from a guy in Chicago. Yeah. Whose who's pension, he works for the city, yeah. whose pension is heavily invested in hedge funds. And he was going, how do I check on these? And I go, you can't. You can't. You and they can't. have a worst, their track record. Well, you just remember they made a bet with Warren Buffett, the, the five hedge funds versus... The S&P 500, they got crushed. Over time, they have not beaten the market. They are illiquid. They are more expensive. So if you think you're really smart, and maybe you are, number one, I would ask you to consider what rate of return you need on your money. Number two, I would say even the really smart, and, and Warren Buffett, article today at Market Watching, it's all over for Buffett. He, he's, he sold out of the airlines. He's made bad trades the last decade. There isn't anybody who's done this. I mean, the pension just, the numbers, by the way, are astounding. What do they just say? Mm-hmm. Uh, four point, they're $4 trillion short of the $9 trillion they need to, to supply people because they overpromised, because they undercollected and because they underproduced the last 20 years had you just bought the uh, an 80 20 index portfolio made 5.7% a year the pensions which i think are are managed about to an 80 20 i looked at the washington state pension 
5.2% a year, a half a percent less per year with the really smart money, the really smart people managing the really smart money. I mean, this is the problem you face. So I love the fact that people have these great ideas, but I'm going to tamp down on your enthusiasm a little bit because they may not work out. Yeah, and, and the, the the hedge funds are an interesting exercise. When you study them, you can look at how hedge funds do in aggregate thanks to the Barclay Hedge Fund Index. And they track all try to track all of the hedge yeah, funds and the their ones that aggregate report, performance. By the way. Yeah. And what's interesting is that hedge funds do do better than a globally diversified portfolio of stocks in a down market. But they do they significantly should. worse in an up market. And there, here's what we miss as investors. We have it in our heads that the stock market is a zero-sum good game. Point. That's a good point. That, that, there, that there are as many bad days as there are good ones, that stocks go up as much as they go down. So if you protect yourself in the down markets and you do okay in the up markets, you're going to do well. That is not the case. Let me give you a great example. Let's go back to 2016. The stock market, the total global stock market, did about 9% in 2016. Yep. The hedge fund index gained 6% less. Yep. Pretty substantial amount less. About 25% less. Then in 2017, which was a great year for stocks, 24% for a global portfolio, they only gained 10. That is way less than half. Then in 2018, when the market as a whole, the global market, lost about 10%, they lost only about half. Well, they are hedge funds. Remember where right, this whole right. thing started from? They were a hedge against stocks. That's what the purpose right. was. But they're not working because no. they still lose you money in bad markets. The year to date through April for hedge funds is a negative Seven percent. The best thing so hedge, save you from a loss. The best thing hedge funds ever did was create billions. The television show. <laughs> That's right. That's Which the I have best not outcome. Yet yeah, I won't because tell I'm you having anymore. a terrible time logging into Showtime. Oh, okay. Showtime. But cr oh, coming up with Bobby Axelrod and the rest of the cast of Billions. That's the most brilliant thing hedge funds have ever, ever. I'm sorry. It's, it's so the truth. Funny. That's that. You know, that's that's the outcome. I'll make another bet with you because we won't mm -hmm. be here. It's unlikely. Yeah, you know, unless I you have your head frozen. Yet, go ahead. All right. Hundred years from now, people mm -hmm. will say, "What? They paid these guys two percent and twenty percent of the profits to do what? No, yeah. they, they won't be around. Yeah. That will be the end of that." I just want to use 2020. You, you've got hedge funds. They had. They've returned negative seven percent. Through April. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. Now, is there another way you can hedge your bets against a falling stock market? What's the typical way most investors, I would poorer use investors, bonds? What do we do? Fixed income. We use a balanced approach, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. So let's say 60% stocks, 40% bonds. Hmm, that's the Vanguard Balanced Index. And how's that done? Negative 5%. There you go. And so, you didn't have the excitement of being in a hedge fund. Well, and in 2019, you made 22% when they only made 10. There you go. Hedge funds are just stupid. And why pensions own them? 
It's because of the buddy system. I know a buddy who runs a hedge fund. He's really smart. His name's Bobby Axelrod. There, I got that in for you. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor's a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. This is Talking Real Money, the show that tries to make money easier to deal with. And, And I know I hate to burst your bubble. I do hate to burst your bubble. Uh, but you're not going to find any magic tricks. You're not going to find a, a, a manager who's going to beat the market for you. You're not going to win with a hedge fund. You're not going to win with some complex strategy. You're not going to find a, a, a portfolio or an investment that returns more than the market with less of the risk. You're dreaming. And you are dreaming. But you're dreaming a dream that Wall Street, that the insurance industry perpetuates to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars in promotion and advertising so it's hard this is to get it yeah to get it right it, go ahead this no, is it's not hard some, to get it through your head yeah this is not something yeah we shouldn't blame you the listener in no. this case it really is no. the industry because the industry has suggested that stockbrokers if you call your broker i can guarantee this is monday Call them up and say, hey, what's going to happen with the market? They'll say, oh, well, let me give you the update, blah, blah, blah. And they don't know. But they're going to act like they do because this is what the industry has done for 100 years, is act like we know what's coming next. Your portfolio should be built with whatever's coming next. And that how you do that is exactly what you just said, Don, a minute ago. You hedge against potential losses by owning things like bonds that's which is the simple and cheap way to do it that's the thing is it doesn't cost you extra money to hedge your portfolio with some bonds and you get you've gotten in the past you have gotten a, a, a less volatile portfolio with better upside better upside and better downside performance than you would have gotten with a with an expensive professionally managed hedge fund charging you 2% per year plus van plus 20% of profits in the yeah. good years vanguard does the same thing if you use vtwax and vbtlx the total bond index you are doing the same kind you're doing the same kind of balanced hedging but you're doing it for, and it's better hedging, you're doing it for seven one-hundredths, eight one-hundredths of one percent. Except you're not investing in farmlands in North Dakota. You're not investing in timber in South America. And you're not investing in, I just read a piece, so maybe we get, if we get to it, we can, in rusting old ocean-going vessels that you're investing. No, this this is a real story. People are investing in those in a private fund, and then they woke up one day and went, wow, our $89 million disappeared. At, not there. Shocking. Must have gone to the bottom of the ocean. 855-935-TALK is our number. John, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, John. I have followed you guys for a couple of years. I've been to some of your seminars. I'm within probably two years of retiring. You guys used to recommend three funds in like a 60-40 split, and I'm close. But I noticed on your website you're down to two funds. Is there a reason for that? 
Yes, there is. The reason is now you can own the a globally diversified stock portfolio in one fund. It used to be you had to hold two. You had to hold a U.S. and an international. Vanguard very kindly rolled that into the Vanguard Total World Stock Index, VTWAX. That holds about 9,000 securities, globally diversified, very low cost. So you're, the stock part goes in that, and then the bond part goes in the Vanguard Total Bond. And if you're going to do it on your own, we think that's about as good as you can get. Okay, because I was in the, the, the total bond market, the total international stock, and yep. the total stock market in the yep. Adelaide that's, shares. And, that, and you that's can still perfect, do it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's just as good. It's just we try, if we can make it easier for people, then we look for a way to make it easier. And this is just easier. It's perfectly fine to have the three-fund solution. Just make sure you balance between U.S. and international and bonds as your portfolios adjust due to price. And you'll be fine long-term. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. If you are confused at all about anything financial, before you find yourself getting in trouble, you need to call us. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. As if to illustrate your point earlier, Tom. Yes. Headline from Market Watch: Dud stock prices, bad industry bets, vast underperformance. It's the end of the Warren Buffett era. That's the article I was referring to, which is free, by the way. You can go re- anybody can go read that. Um, and Warren, in the article, said it again. I've told my wife just go buy an index fund. Yeah. The chairman of Berkshire Hathaway seems to prefer the S&P 500. Yeah. Well, what is wrong with him? Pure, utter mediocrity. I'm going to say at 90, he's finally got clarity, not mediocrity. So, yeah, no kidding. 90 this year. 935. He's that old? He's running still. And I think Munger is 95 or 96 or something. Long time to be running a mutual fund or stock. 855-935. Talk is our phone number. Give us a call, 855-935-8255. And Carrie, you're up next. Welcome to the show. Hello, Carrie. Hi, thank you. Um, hey, I just had a quick question. You had talked about um, the Vanguard Total, I think it's Total World Index. Yes, yep. um, so Total World Stock Index. Similar, yes, yes. Um, is there a similar one for Fidelity? Great question. Great. The answer is we, no. Yeah. They don't have one. But hang on. We're going to. Don's looking right now. I mean, they don't have one fund, I don't believe. I think you probably own two of them at Fidelity that would give you the total U.S. and the total international. Yeah. Um, there's a total. Okay. There's a total. There's one called the Fidelity Total Market Index. What's the, what's the ticker? VSK. A X V is in victory. Uh huh. S. Wait, was that right? F. No, I'm sorry. I was going to yeah, say F. fidelity. F S K A X. Uh huh. That's and then there's a. Hold on, then there's an international. So Carrie, that's F S K A X. That's the fidelity total U S market. 
And then the okay. total international is FT, as in Tom, IHX. F-T-I-H-X. So that gives you the international exposure. So those are going to be a, a hair more expensive, probably, than the just Fidelity. A little, just a little bit. I don't, well, you know, I don't know that they we'd are have to, now. We'd have to dive into them. But, I mean, the reason that and people have asked us, why you guys love Vanguard so much? Well, number one, they kick back huge amounts of money to us every month. So we have No, I'm kidding. They don't do that. We've been waiting, waiting for that check. Uh, The reason is Vanguard has the reason I'll say it for myself. They're the ones that have done this the longest. Everybody else has gotten into this game in the last decade because they realized, oh, investors just want to buy index funds. They do it at very low cost. They manage these index funds very, very well. And they have a track record. So Fidelity is still, I would say, relatively new and doesn't spend as much time on indexing as Vanguard has. Don? Wow, but Mm -hmm. their expense ratios. Holy moly. Do you know what the expense ratio is on the U.S. total market fund? Five basis points. No, go lower. Three. Go lower. Two. Go lower. Is this one of their freeze? One and a half basis points. Wow. And six basis points for the international, which makes a 50-50 average of just right around yeah, pretty close. three and a half. So, yeah, so carry on that situation. That is very inexpensive. So our suggestion, if you're going to hold those two funds for your stock portfolio, would be put half in each one. Because mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. is about divided that way when it comes to the, uh, the, the value of those companies, if you were, the market capitalization. So put 50% in each one of those. Okay, thank you. You're most welcome. welcome. Thank you for the call. That's interesting. Yeah. 855-935-TALK. Fidelity is being very, very competitive. They knew they got got whooped for a long time, so they got to come back. Off the charts competitive. I'm not a big fan of their zero funds, though, because they're emulators. Yeah. They don't own the market, but uh, still, they're fine either way. 855-935-TALK. You can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or when we're live here. And uh, we're getting close, but let's try. Suzanne, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm an old-timer, and uh, I think I may have made a mistake um, that I'd like you to straighten out me and other listeners might benefit. When uh, I started putting money into the market many decades ago, I started by using IRA accounts, and then um, I also put into what are called simply investment accounts. Yes. Uh, so uh, there, there must be uh, correct ones to use, I mean, or better ones to use going into IRA versus the investment accounts, and then as to when you would be taking any money out. Yeah. How Here's you what we need to do, be- because, Suzanne, <laughs> what you're talking about are the baskets in which investments sit right now. What we need to do is dig down into what is actually in these two baskets, the investment account, which is probably a taxable account, and the IRA account. So if you have some information or can get it during the break, that would be great. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi, I'm Don McDonald from Como's Talking Real Money. In the wake of this global health crisis, many businesses are looking for ways to adjust to the economic changes it has caused. 
Some firms are considering early retirement packages or voluntary layoffs. If you're nearing retirement, these options may seem attractive, but what are the possible pitfalls? We at Vestry know how confusing these life-altering decisions can be. After all, Tom and I have been helping you manage your financial life for more than 30 years each. That's why we're offering a free virtual meeting with one of Vestry's 100% fiduciary advisors with no obligation and no sales pitch ever. If you need help, set up your appointment today at TalkingRealMoney.com slash meet. Let us help you better understand your options and create the plan you need for the best possible retirement absolutely free and from the comfort and safety of your home via Zoom or phone. Set up your appointment now at TalkingRealMoney.com slash meet. That's TalkingRealMoney.com slash meet. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. You need some help with your money? We want to provide it at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can call that number 24-7, too, and leave your question for answering on the podcast. And before we continue yeah, with Suzanne, if I can just say thank you to Mark, who just emailed me an article about... Seattle's pension fund compared to the state of Washington pension fund. So I'll take a look at that and maybe chat about it next week. So thank you for doing follow that. up on yeah. that. Huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Good stuff. All right. We've got Suzanne on the line. Suzanne has got an IRA and a, I assume, regular investment Post account. Tax account. Yes. Post tax. Yeah. And Suzanne, you said you think you might yeah. have made a mistake. What kind of mistake well, <laughs> do you think I, you made? I don't know if I did or not. Um, but, um, uh, okay, we go back to almost the big depression uh, as to my husband's and I uh, longevity of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we came up during a period of time and um, which was a little difficult. Uh, we were very well aware of the dangers involved in losing money. Yes, and ma'am. now again... Um, more let's, people, I think, out there yeah, are aware of it. Let's so talk, what's let, happened is let's, for the... Let's talk a little bit, but rather because of the, the limitations of time. Yes. What kind of investments do you have <laughs> in your portfolios, in your IRA I, and your regular account? What kind of I, things? Mainly, we've been... Uh, we've done um, government, a lot of government bond type of things, treasuries, okay. Jenny Mays, that yes, kind ma'am. of thing. Um, we started branching out by doing balanced um, index funds. Um, we have money market funds. We have like some, um, oh, a life strategy conservative growth yeah. fund. Sure. Um, and we've got uh, an energy fund. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, um, are you getting guidance on protected securities yes, and a tips. Wellington? Yeah. Uh, okay, so it sounds like you got a lot of Vanguard stuff. Yes, everything. Are you doing that on your own, or are you getting advice from someone? Yes. No, we've done all okay. on our own. The only thing I heard that I found to be possibly a mistake is yes. when you try to bet on an industry. When you buy oh, an yes. energy fund. <laughs> That's yes, a bet yes. on an industry. I'll add one more mistake, by the way, because I think it's where the conversation started. Sure. 
There's a reason to own certain types of securities and certain types of accounts, because you mentioned an IRA, which is where money has gone in before any tax has been paid. And when money comes out, you have to pay tax on it at regular income tax rates versus a regular post-tax type of, as you said, investment account. We would call that a taxable account. There's certain things you should own in your IRA that you should not own in your taxable account because you mentioned tips, for example, treasury inflation protected securities. Those are very tax inefficient. Those should be held in an IRA. For the most part, bonds make more sense in an IRA unless they're municipal bonds Mm -hmm. because you're going to end up paying tax on the interest in a post-tax account. So, but that's, I mean, is that the kind of question Mm -hmm. you're asking? I mean, those are the kind of things that there are Mm -hmm. reasons to look at that for reasons of taxation. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. So does that help? (laughs) Yes. Or not? Or do you want to go back to people losing money? We can talk about that, too. So, no, The only other one You're doing okay. You're doing fine. (laughs) Yes. That would fit within, um, besides the, uh, well, another sector, say, account would be, uh, we've got the health care. Yeah, and we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, Don mentioned this a couple minutes ago. Health care, oh. energy, technology, commodities, whatever, those are really, for lack of better expression, bets on, well, that's a great sector because healthcare because everybody's getting older. People are going to need more healthcare or energy because the United States is becoming energy independent. How's that working for you in 2020? I mean, all those things are sort of bets. We believe in a widely diversified portfolio that holds all of those industries, if you will, most countries to like 100 and something countries. That's what we believe. And you take advantage of the growth of sort of global capitalism. That's the way we would suggest you invest. But it sounds like you've done a great job to me, Suzanne. You got a lot of different yeah. assets you're holding there. You're thinking about these things and you're using Vanguard, which is a fun family that we really respect. So you're doing great. At this point, at this point, do you think, though, that um, we should be reducing? Reducing some of the uh, money in the sectors and then picking up. Um, well, I, I, our opinion is you should just get out of the sectors altogether. Yeah, I mean, the, you've the, got, you've got maybe life stocks. strategy funds yeah. and just move that money from there into your life strategy funds. Which are which are relatively diversified, which aren't trying to make bets. They're simply holding a wide basket of securities generally. It's a lot of dividends that I have to pay on. Yeah, but I mean, it's better to I have. See, I got to outlay money. I, I freak out. I know, I know. Everybody does because we, for some reason, we get it in our heads that uh, it's better to uh, that, that it's better to not make anything than to pay taxes on money we're making. It's okay to pay taxes if you're making money. I'd rather be making money and paying taxes than the opposite. But that goes back to what I just mentioned, too, by the way. There's a reason. If you have to hold things like that, that should be held in your IRA because you don't have to pay tax on that money until you take it out. Whereas if you have that in a taxable account and those are taxable type events, the issuing of dividends, interest, that kind of thing then it does not make sense to hold that in a post-tax taxable type of account. 
And as you said, as an old timer, it may be time to simplify. And yeah. there's no there's no benefit to having the health care fund or that energy fund other than to speculate on those industries. And do you know for a fact that they're both going to go up in the near future? If you don't, then you're in, in our opinion. And it's a pretty strong opinion based on science. You really should just stick with a diversified portfolio that will own energy anyway, that will own healthcare anyway, simplify your life and reduce your risk. Because owning those segments of the market, yeah, you could make a lot of money. Yeah, you could also lose a lot as you have in the energy sector. So don't try to time the market and say, well, I'm going to wait till it goes back up. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. Good luck to you, Suzanne, and uh, thank you for your call, and thank you for uh, listening to the program. Well, we're not done yet, are we? No, well, I just, I meant like, oh, you think like you meant Suzanne. I, you, not, no, I didn't know that. if it was just a general Well, maybe I'm just, I'm giving you career advice. Thank you, Don, for being part of thank the program. Thank you for being, yeah, and I'm, I'm done now. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was too easy. Uh, <laughs> you know, as if COVID wasn't bad enough and changed the world enough. It's pretty, uh, exactly. Miserable. Uh, anyway, so here's the deal. Yes. Uh, if you have questions for us, we are around all the time. We don't just do this show on Saturday. Do you want to tell them about we, the other thing we're adding? Or no, not? because we'll we're not other. adding it yet. Okay. No. I'm always we're not adding jumping the gun on stuff like You're that. You're way so. ahead of the I know. game. I'm, I know. I'm busy. I'm rebuilding the I vestry know. website. You are. And boy, yeah. is it going to be lovely. I saw the scaffolding that went up to work on that. Congrats. It's huge. Huge. Oh, well, wait until I wait until I do the ceiling. I have to lay on my back. And start painting with those little and brushes start and stuff. painting with the little brushes on my ah, back for like six weeks on my just back. Just hurting you know? my muscles thinking about it, I feel like man. Michelangelo. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255 is our phone number. You can call that anytime, 24-7. Tom and Don are talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.